Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Mark Striegel, John Astronomy, the Talking Metal Podcast, coming, coming to you from the Silver Spacecraft. On Bud Friendly, here's your hosts, Mark and John. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. John Astronomy here, sitting down with Mark Striegel at the Haru restaurant and bar, Japanese restaurant. We have a great announcement for you today. Mark, tell us about it. Osama bin Laden is dead. That's the announcement. Thank you. Good night. No. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, we have an announcement. We're in the process of doing a lot of things online with TalkingMetal.com. We have revamped the site. Uh, this podcast marks the premiere of our new, I would call it, blog-style website. Uh, check it out at TalkingMetal.com. Really basic, really simple. Um that is where we're going with this. Uh, it'll hopefully in the long run allow us to put up even more podcasts uh, because uh, John and I can both update the site remotely on our own. It's a long story, but basically it's going to simplify things for us, hopefully provide you guys with more content, right? Yeah, absolutely. And What's cool is that if you want to go back and check out any of the old content on all different versions of the Talking Metal website, you can go to a button on the top called Classic, and that's going to bring you to the old site. So you're not going to lose anything, but what you are going to gain is a lot more updates done by Mark and I. And like Mark said, we can do this from wherever we are remotely. We can both do it. And we can throw anything from news clips or news about Talking Metal or a new podcast or a photo we want to throw up on that blog, which will be the homepage, TalkingMetal.com, which maybe there'll be a landing page and then you'll go to the actual site page like there is now. But it's just going to be really cool. And in the long run, you guys are going to get way, way more content. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like there's been a little lull in all things Talking Metal. And I've seen people on the forum say you know, goodbye, that they're leaving the Talking Metal forums because things are just kind of dead there and also with the podcast. Guys, send me suggestions. Send John suggestions. We want to hear what, what makes things exciting for you guys. And and I think, um, you know, between me having two kids in the last couple of years and, and John literally working three jobs, uh, things have been maybe not as uh, gung-ho as they once were. But we're turning a corner here, and I think um, I can really say that I'm, I'm looking forward to just throwing up a ton of episodes, even if they're short little episodes, which is probably what this one is going to actually be. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. And, like, literally, guys, we might surprise you with some some cool stuff. Like, I might wake up one morning and just feel like i got to talk about something and throw up a quick five-minute podcast about some 
newsworthy metal item or a song that I think is killer. And the same thing with Mark. We're going to have our usual Talking Metal episodes where we're both here and we play a, you know, a number of songs. We have a special guest interview. But then we might have a bunch of little small things, and it's just going to be a lot more content. Yeah, another big announcement is May 17th coming up just around the corner. We will go live once again. We haven't gone live in a while. We will do a three-hour broadcast, uh, which you can listen to on TalkingMetalLive.com or MarkStriegelRadio.com. It will be a three-hour broadcast of Talking Metal. We may or may not do the first hour as Talking Rock slash Mark Striegel podcast. We'll see how things play out with guests and stuff like that. I believe Ted Poley is going to be calling in. If you don't know Ted Poley, uh, tune in to find out all about who he is and what he does. Eric Bones of Steel may be helping uh, with the Ted Poley interview. We'll be broadcasting again live from Bionic, Talking Metal Live, coming from Bionic in Midtown Manhattan, Times Square, May 17th. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 10 p.m. So join us, please. I was uh, up in the middle of the night, as I quite often am, having uh, two two babies really at home. Uh, turn on the Jimmy Fallon show because uh, my friend Dave Diametti directs it, and I like to try to catch it when I can. And they have these three people in karate outfits with blindfolds on trying to kick pinatas. I mean, and I'm looking at the one guy, and I was like, holy shit, that is cue ball. Cue ball from uh, Ron Ron from Return to Earth is out there, Bumblefoot's good friend, um, trying to kick a pinata with a blindfold on in a karate uh, outfit, looking somewhat ridiculous, but uh, good to see cue ball on uh, national television and random... uh, random fact. Maybe we'll get into a little return to Earth right now with Cue Ball.
was Return to Earth featuring our good friend Q-Ball of, what's Q-Ball's record label? Bald Freak. Right, I knew that, but I just wanted the chance to have it said on TalkingMetal.com. <laughs> and guess who else was on Jimmy Fallon? Twisted Sister, without makeup, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I heard that, actually. I heard that. Yeah, very, very cool. I, I, cool. Don't, I don't know. That may... This is weird, because when I watched it last night, it was actually a rerun from the week before. And I didn't watch the whole episode, but there is a slight possibility that Q-Ball was on the Twisted Sister episode. I need to, I need to check that... I have a DVR, and I'll confirm that tonight. Very, very cool. we got to find out how Q-Ball wound up on the Jimmy Fallon show. Not sure. Not sure. Not through me, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, of course, Dave Diometti, a good friend of ours from back in the day at uh, MTV Networks. And uh, remember I uh, helped out Jimmy Fallon at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade a couple of years ago? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon and the Roots, who you work with through your uh, Gibson gig, right? Yeah, absolutely. And believe it or not, Jimmy Fallon's guitar was tied on by my dad's shoestring. Wow. Okay. Cool. cool. <laughs> if you guys know, like, sometimes acoustic guitars don't have a strap button up top, and you have to put, like, a string through, like, the hole in the strap and then tie it around the headstock. Jimmy Fallon doesn't even know this, but his guitar was being held on by my father's shoestring. So my dad was, uh, you know, gracious enough to untie his shoe and give me the string when at the last second I said, oh, my God. We don't have a strap button for Jimmy Fallon's guitar, so give me a thing. That was my next question. I, I didn't realize your dad was in New York for that, but he was. Cool. Um, our friends over at Anti Music have a great website. Please check it out for all your day and rock news updates, constant music news updates on Anti Music, including a lot of hard rock and heavy metal. Again, thanks for joining us and sticking with us on Talking Metal. Here's an email from our good friend David Isaac, who writes in quite often. Good to hear from you again, David. David and I have a connection because we both have a son by the name of Harrison. So I always like hearing from you, David. Mark, just uh, uh, okay. Here, here's the email. Mark, just another suicide during the music-based episode. You're the man. In addition to just another suicide being one of my favorite UFO tracks, the Lights Out album is the most important, one of the most important albums in my life. Back in 77, I was a sophomore in high school. Up to that point, my album collection consisted mainly of the Beatles, Elton John, ELP, and what is now considered classic rock. I was at a party and someone put on side one of Lights Out. By the time the record got flipped and the first chords of Getting Ready played, my musical tastes had changed forever. Anyways, maybe it was coincidence, but UFO is playing Poughkeepsie tomorrow night. I read online that they are playing just another suicide on this tour. Harrison and I will be there. Best, David. David, it's so cool you're able to go to concerts with your son. That's awesome. And uh, hope you made the UFO show up there in Poughkeepsie. And would love to hear how it was. How about right now we'll get into a little UFO. This is Lights Out.
Lights Out by UFO. Thanks for the letter again. And UFO's been a great man, Pete Way. Now, is Pete Way still playing bass with UFO? I should know that. I, I don't know. I would, I would think so, but who knows? You know what? He was having some trouble with visas, like a lot of these guys are having, seems like, lately. Uh, you know, Paul Diano, of course, had problems with that, and uh, Pete Way did. Richie Scott was actually going to fill in for him at one point, but I think that fell through. So, uh, but anyway, UFO, great band. Yeah, definitely. And Wasted, Pete Way's band from the 80s, also another good band. Maybe we'll end with a little Wasted here on the Talking Metal podcast. David, let us know what the story is with UFO. Is uh, Pete Way still in the band? I'm sure we could Google this and easily find out, but not in front of a computer right now. So, David, definitely check back in with us. And we'll uh, end today's show with a little Wasted here. This is going back to the 80s on Talking Metal. Is that cool? Stands alone, face upon. 